is amazing to me. It's amazing to me. Because that's the way to do it, if, if you ask me. Because that's the way that the Word of God teaches us how to do it. I want to speak today about confessions. I, wanna, I, wanna, I want us to go through this. And in, I know that a lot of you know these things, but it's so healthy to be reminded from time to time. Because our words have power. I, that's such of a tried motto. You know, yeah, your words have power. And I had a, a lady, she wasn't a Christian. She lectured me on positive thinking. And I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm not a positive thinker. I'm a word thinker, which is a big difference. And there's people making tons of millions of dollars selling books on positive thinking. When we have the positive here. But remember, folks, these words are not just words. Because the words that I speak to you, Jesus said, are spirit and are life. Every word you speak, don't stone me, okay? And I'm not crazy. But listen to what I'm going to say. Every word you speak has life in it. And every word we speak from the moment that comes out of our mouth has a purpose and a mission to accomplish. Remember, and I've been, there, I've been through this before, when God created heaven and earth and he created the king, animal kingdom, he brought, this is in Genesis 2 or 3, he brought all the animals to Adam for Adam to name the animals. And the Bible says that whatever Adam named the animals, that they are until today. So when, Ad, when, the, when the lion was brought into Adam, the Lord says, well, Adam, here's this animal. He, did, he didn't say, here's the lion. He just said, here's the animal. So Adam looked at the, at the, at the lion, of course, and he says, lion. And those words coming out of Adam's mouth were the spirit in the animal. Oh, help me, Holy Spirit, that I can explain this well. Am I, did I explain it well, honey? You're, you don't sound convinced. Okay, okay. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, Everything we say, and especially us Christians, because we have the Spirit of God, the image and likeness of God within us, everything we say, we have the risk of making it a reality. Okay? Everything we say, we have the risk of making it a reality if we believe enough. So when we speak, we have to be careful because you are building or destroying when you speak. Because those words that you speak, those words come out of your mouth with a purpose and with an assignment. And they will try to fulfill it all the time. Words are very powerful. So in Joshua, and I just have a few minutes, 
I'm just going to lay, lay my case here and we go from there. In Joshua 1, this is a famous, famous scripture. Joshua 1. Let me read from... Uh, this is Moses. Moses passed away. And now God is asking Joshua and assigning Joshua a mission. But, you know, God is so loving and wonderful. He says, okay, we're going to appoint Joshua for this mission. But I'm not just, just going to send him to the battlefield. I'm going to give him key instructions of how he will fulfill the calling and the purpose that I have for him. And each one of you seated here today, you have a call and a purpose from God. Let me pause for a minute. The church, we've been good in telling the people in, on the pews that Purpose and, and calling has everything and only and solely to do with the pulpit. And that is, that is this wrong, and that has been wrong. Each one of you have a calling and a purpose. It could be, be a great mom. It could be, be a great dad, a businessman, an employee, a social worker, etc., that's a calling. And in every realm of life, we have the opportunity to imp impact others' lives. Amen? So you, you have an assignment from God. I'm telling you, don't come to me telling me you're 95 years old. You have an assignment from God. As long as you breathe, we have an assignment. Amen? When I read your letter, hallelujah, it encouraged, it encouraged me so much. That is something that you're doing for us. There's something that you do for us just by the fact that you come every Sunday here. Amen. Yes, it's true. Amen. So let me go back to my sermon because I only have a few minutes. So God calls Joshua and he tells him what to do in order to accomplish because the task is huge. It's huge. And he says, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, it's just, I'm aging and... <laughs> ah, these glasses I'm trying to adapt. And he says, uh, says in, from verse 5, 3. No, two. every place... Let's read from one, okay? <laughs> After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass. I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, uh, The Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I, given, I, I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses, from the wilderness and, and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea towards the, towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. 
And I will not leave you nor forsake you. Do you know this promise is available for us? This promise was also made for us. It's found in the book of Hebrews. I won't go into that this today. But God says, okay, you see, what a wonderful promise. Oh, what a wonderful promise. Yes, everything, the soul of my food, uh, trade upon is going to be mine. Da, 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 da. So what do I have to do? And God tells Moses, this is, this, Joshua, this is what you have to do. He says, be strong and of good courage, for to these people you shall devise an inheritance, the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and be courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. So, the key to prosper is not to turn away from that law. I'm not talking about the Ten Commandments and the you shall not, you shall not. That's not what I'm talking about. The law of the Lord is this word. God's principles. And you know what? Especially nowadays, it takes courage to stand firm in what you believe. I, can, I cannot imagine our teenagers, what they go through. And this so-called peer pressure that they must face every day. But really, what God was telling him, hey, you, you will have to be courageous to stand in what I told you to do. And listen to what he says then. And this is my, my sermon. This, I'm just giving you the introduction, okay? He says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mind. It doesn't say that. This book of the law, let me find it in this New King Version. I hope it doesn't say it otherwise. Be patient. I'm almost there. This book of the law should not depart from your where? Mouth. Yes. Oh, interesting. Why the mouth and not the mind? Have you, have you, have you wondered? Have you asked? Why the mouth and not the mind? So let me see what it says. Do not, do not let this book, the law, depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So every time we speak, and I'm closing, believe it or not, I'm almost there. Our words are a form of meditation. Because if you read what the Lord told Moses, be careful that these words won't depart from your mouth. That you can meditate in them day and night. And that is what is going to make our way prosper. So, you know, I just, I just want to encourage you today. And I have a scriptures there and da-da-da. And, and, but I just want to encourage us today. And I want to honor Miss Laura by telling you this. Be careful with what you speak. Because your words have the power to change circumstances. 
And, and like, always, like everything in life, it will come with opposition. Because if you read Joshua's recount, he, he, has, he was with God face to face. And the Lord told him what to do. And the Lord promised him that he was going to divide the land as an inheritance. But friends, Joshua immediately called the officers. I don't have time to go through it. And says, call the people because in the next three days we are going to cross the river Jordan. What was he doing? He was acting upon God's word. Joshua didn't have any insurance about how the outcome of things. All he had was God's word, God's promise. I have told you, I am going to give you the land. Fair enough, Lord. That's enough for me. Your word, that's enough for me. And he called the officers and they start marching towards the promised land. Let me ask you, do you think the promised land came without opposition? No. It's the same way in life. We have a promise in different realms of life, different environments, family, marriage, children, uh, health, economy, you name it. And God has set a promised land for each one of them. But always we will have opposition because there's a trespasser around. There's a thief somewhere around that is trying to steal God's goodness and promises and make us feel or think like if God is lying or his word is not truth. Hath God said? How many times we hear that? Maybe, maybe, not, maybe not those exact words, but he's always trying to make us doubt about what God has said. But we, we are not doubters. Amen? We are not doubters. Say, say with me, I am no doubter. Am I pronouncing it? I am not doubter. Okay, thank you, honey. Millie has the gift of interpretation of tongues. <laughs> At least you can interpret my tongues. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm closing. Second, number, second time. Let's be aware of the way we speak. Let's be aware of the things we say. Because your words and my words, folks, no one else is seated with Christ in heavenly places but the church. No one else. The destiny of this nation might lay in the mouth of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Excuse me. Excuse me. Don't stone me. Joe, Joe Biden's health? Hey, we might, we might do something about it if we pray for him. Hey, hey, relax. Relax, okay? I'm just telling you we have to pray for people in authority that we might live quiet and peacefully. I pray for Joe's President Biden all the time. 
it's, it's, you know, it's, it's challenging sometimes, especially when they support policies that are contrary to, to this word, and they mock our beliefs. But I've been called to pray, so we pray. And when I speak, I, I, most of the times, I try to be careful of what I say. Because you and I, we haven't been called to be judges. You and I, we have been called to be priests and intercessors. To go before the throne of God and say, Lord, look at this man. Forgive him, Father. Father, heal him, Lord. We, need a, we, need, we, we, we want peace in our land. Bless him, Lord. Father, open his eyes that he might see the truth, Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So, what is your message, minister? Be aware of what you speak. Be aware of what you speak. And in closing, third time, this is the... Genesis 1, it says that the earth was, let's, let's read it. And I'm going to read it for the sake of time. I think I'm missing a page here. Uh, five. He says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, that all it took was God saying things. So when we speak, things happen. Amen? Let's be careful of how we speak about ourselves, about our spouses, the things we say, the things we tell our spouses, the things we tell our children. Because those words have power in them to form an image in the people we speak or the people we speak about or the people we speak to. Amen? In the name of Jesus. Are you excited this morning? Amen. Do you need to repent of uh, speaking wrongly? I need to repent. I, I, I sometimes, you know, I'm, we're just flesh and blood, I guess. I don't know. Sometimes we, we say things that we shouldn't. But every day, His mercies are new upon our lives. Amen. 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 Father, we thank you. And Lord, if we, if we have said things that we shouldn't say, Lord. Father, today as a body, we, we ask you for forgiveness, Lord. We ask you for forgiveness, Father. If we have, if we have placed anything above the name of Jesus, forgive us, Lord. Lord, as an intercessor and as a minister of this body of believer, Father, I, I ask you forgiveness, Lord. I ask you for forgiveness, Father. 
Lord, we are, we are repenting, Lord, before you today. If our words has been, has been contrary to what you say, Lord, forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Father. And Lord, thank you, Father, that you make your path straight before us this morning. In the name of Jesus, we choose life. We speak life. We speak victory. Even in the midst of trouble, we speak life and we speak victory, Lord. And we thank you, Father, that you are with us, Lord. And when we ask according to your will, you hear us. And if you hear us, we know we will have the petitions of our heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's prepare for communion this morning.